seven-game winning streak is snapped, they lose to the Pittsburgh Penguins in a really frustrating game. And this is the first game since their really epic first-round clash last year with the Rangers won in Game 7. And, you know, I'm sure Pittsburgh wanted some small sense of revenge, and I guess you could say they got it. I mean, the Rangers are the ones that got maybe the last laugh isn't the right way to say it, but the, the biggest laugh in winning that series. But... This is a very, it's frustrating. This is a game that the Rangers really should have won for many reasons. And it just feels like the games where the Rangers are the better team, they lose. And the games where the Rangers are the worst team, they win. Obviously not every time, but one of those games where Rangers took an early one nothing lead, 22 seconds in, and give Tristan Jari some credit. He held them. Rangers had chance after chance after chance. Special teams really let them down. Rangers were the better even-strength team. Pittsburgh 2 for 3 on the power play. Rangers 0 for 3. So the special teams battle definitely won by Pittsburgh. Some really, really, really dumb penalties, especially Sammy Blay. Sammy Blay with a stupid retaliatory penalty at the end of the second that really cost the Rangers. He should not be playing next game. He should not really be playing anytime soon. Sammy Blay, it's become apparent to me recently, like, that's the healthy scratch. That, that is the healthy scratch. Okay, Julian Gauthier, does he have his shortcomings? Absolutely, but he serves a purpose. There's speed. He draws penalties. He's good energy for that fourth line. Sammy Blay does, gives you nothing. He makes stupid decisions. He has not scored a single goal since he's been a Ranger. I mean, that Buchnevich for Blay trade was about as bad as it gets. I understand that there was more. It's not, you can't look at it just like that, right? There was cap implications, but that was a, just about as bad as it gets. And like I was saying with Ryan Reeves, Ryan Reeves was, his cap, it was about, what, 1.75 or so? Sammy Blaze is about like 1.5. Yeah, that's not, that's double what he should be making. He should be the minimum, he should be 750K right now. I'm sorry. And, and yes, did he get fucked by the fact that P.K. Subban slew-footed uh, slew him last year? Yes, that that definitely did. Sammy Blay was a very effective player before that injury, but... This is the reality of the situation right now, and this is not someone that should be in the lineup. He needs to be healthy scratch, and if he doesn't turn it around, he should be off this roster. He should be off this roster. So totally inexcusable, and give Gerard Gallant credit. That was it for him. He was benched the rest of the game. Did not play in the third period. That was it. Do not expect him to be in the lineup against the Islanders next game. That would be crazy. One bit of good news was Philip Hedl was in the lineup. I, I'm stunned by that. I thought for sure Philip Hedl was going to be out. He, he's fine. I, yeah, uh, you know, and he looked, he looked pretty good. Uh, like really that kid line looked good for the first half of the game and then they dropped off a bit, but you know, so many things to get into, but this was a really, really frustrating loss. It, it always hurts when the, when a long winning streak ends, it does, but to do it to Pittsburgh, to get no points in it in a, in a game where the Rangers just dominated and look, the officiating again, I, I don't talk about officiating much except in Pittsburgh games. And, and here again, at the end, Mika Zibanejad taking down blatant penalty, no call. No call. Meanwhile, the Keandre Miller uh, interference call where the Penguins got the first goal. Yeah, I don't know. Wes Bacalli, not a very good ref. Well known. He's very, you know, all these theatrics and tries to be fun. He's not a good referee. He really isn't. Uh, I mean. I don't know how that isn't called. And it would have given the Rangers a six on four with about maybe 45 seconds left. It doesn't happen. But for the Rangers, an amazing start. And you're starting to see some chemistry between Vinny Trocek and Chris Kreider. So 
you know, you think about going to the year. Okay, Trocek, Panarin, and Zibanejad, Kreider. Well, let's hold on for a second. Trocek and Kreider are showing some very good chemistry. And it's kind of a lucky goal. Igor makes a really good save to start. And then the Rangers go the other way. And Kreider just kind of takes the shot towards the net. Goes off of the Pittsburgh defender and in. 15th goal of the season for Kreider, assisted by Trocek. Rangers take a one at the lead. And the Rangers had chance after chance in the first. And power plays as well. Kako was held by Pierre P.O. Joseph. Two minutes in, but they don't score. Then at 13.59, Zibanejad slashed by Marcus Pedersen. They don't score. And before the penalty's out, Adam Fox holds Brock McGinn. And so it's four on four. Long story short, it's one of the Rangers after one when it felt like the Rangers should have been up by multiple goals. It really did. We head to the second. And Adam, Fo- Adam Fox draws the penalty. He's tripped by Kasperi Kapp in the 3.28. But the Rangers, there were some chances, some Panarin shots that go wide, some saves by Jari, unsuccessful. And there were a lot of posts in this game as well. The Rangers have hit the post more than any team in the NHL. They showed that stat the other night against the Blackhawks, and that was the case again. VZ hit a post. Heedle hit a post. Yeah, it just never stops. But eventually, the Rangers, and they had chances, but they take a penalty. Keandre Miller interferes with Ricard Raquel. And this was a bad job where they can't really get a good clear fully out of the zone. I mean, it was out of the zone, but to the neutral zone, where Zibanejad tried unsuccessful, and Kreider kind of does it, and then Kreider's out of position, and then Shruba kind of screens to Stirk, and kind of a bad job all around, I guess. I guess mostly, Kreider was kind of gliding and was kind of out of position, and Evgeny Malkin scores. 11th goal of the year by Malkin. I don't think Stirk ever saw it. Assisted by Crosby, and at 14-24, we're tied up at one. Then, the dumbest fuck penalty by Sammy Blay at 18-09, where he punches Brock McGinn. You gotta... You know, you got to get away. Like, you can't you can't let your emotions and your frustration get to you there. They're going to call that every single time. So, again, don't expect to see Sammy Blay in the lineup for a while. If we're up to me, Sammy Blay is not seeing that lineup. If everyone's healthy, for a while. Like, clear-cut scratch. And so they score. The Penguins with 13 seconds left in the period. It's Brian Rust on a deflection from Joseph and Zucker. And that's a huge goal. It felt bad. Penguins take a 2-1 lead. We go to the third. And I thought the first half of the period, the Penguins did a really good job protecting that lead. There were chances. Kreider had opportunities. Didn't score. So it wasn't as if they weren't getting some chances. And there was a lot of line juggling. Basically what you end up with is Brodzinski ends up playing with Kreider and Trocek. And I thought that line was actually pretty good. They were. Jimmy Vesey was kind of... Didn't get that much third period ice. It, it was weird. Where Zibanejad and Panarin were still, were still together. Heedle and Lafreniere were still together. And for the most part, it was, the, it was the kid line. Although there was a shift with VZ. Originally, and I didn't mind this, they had Kratsov with Panarin and Zibanejad. But then they put Goodrow back there. Kratsov eventually, after the first few minutes, did not play for the rest of the third. Which, like, you can't have that. Like, so because Blay got fucked, Kratsov essentially did as well. So there was line juggling. But... Sidney Crosby gives the Penguins a 3-1 lead. It's his 18th goal of the season from Gensel and Raquel at 8-40. And Jimmy Vesey was a little bit slow to get back in coverage. And the Penguins make it 3-1. Crosby goes 5-hole on Shesterkin. But a quick response by the Rangers. It's the second goal of the game for Chris Kreider. His 16th goal of the season. So all of a sudden, Chris Kreider has 16 goals. Assisted by Trocek, who's racking up the points lately. And Brodzinski. And look, I like Johnny Brodzinski. Really do. And I think that if you can have a line, let's say it's Kratsov, Brodzinski, Gauthier, 
There's a lot of speed on that line, if nothing else. Defensively, does it worry you? A little bit. I mean, Brzezinski's responsible defensively. Kratzov and Goche, it worries you a bit. But it's not as if Sammy Blay is really good defensively. So I'm cool with it. So the Rangers cut that lead to one. And the Rangers had a lot of chances, I feel like, for the rest of that game. They really did. Like, and they could have tied this game up, but it just didn't happen. Like I said, there was that missed call where Zibanejad was clearly taken down by, I think it was Dumoulin. And yeah, that's, like I said, the word frustration is what comes to mind here. And this was a, a game that hurts. To get no points out of it, the Rangers were very close to kind of taking over this game completely. Pittsburgh hangs around. And we've seen the Rangers on the other side of this. We have, where the Rangers kind of hang around, hang around. Like, it, like that devil game a few weeks ago. Where it's like the Rangers really had no right winning that game, but they did. And so it sucks. But the Rangers will see the, the Rangers will definitely see Pittsburgh again. Uh, that literally for the regular season, and who knows, you might just see him again in the postseason. I really wouldn't be shocked by that. So now, one more game before the Christmas break. The Rangers take on the Islanders. I will likely be in attendance for this one. So I'm excited about it. It'll be uh, the first game that I've gone to this season. And I, I'm hopeful that the Rangers can can beat the Islanders. This is the third and final appearance against them. They lost pretty, in my opinion, pretty handily on the road against the Islanders, and then they really just gave that game away. The other game in MSG, that one was a, a, a stinging result where the Rangers had what a three-one lead heading in the third and get no points out of it. So the Rangers, they should be fired up. You you want to really get the two points here, no matter how you can get it before the break. Rangers should be a little bit pissed off after this loss. And you want to feel good about things. It's a big matchup in the standings as well. Islanders are very close to the Rangers there. I'd expect Shesterkin versus Sorokin. And it should be a fun one at the Garden. And, you know, I'm excited to be there. So, we'll see what happens. But again, Rangers' seven-game winning streak comes to an end, unfortunately, with a very tough loss at Pittsburgh. They lose 3-2. to